Welcome to Antique Dust Pop-Up Podcasts. Hello and welcome to Antique Dust. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Rob. And together we are Antique Antique Dust. Dust. Woo! Yay! So, um, we are doing the pop-up podcast and we, from one of our faithful listeners, uh, has have been asked to uh, review Cat Weasel. Cat Weasel. Yeah. Yeah. I... I have been reluctant to watch Cat Weasel. Why have you been reluctant to watch Cat Weasel? Because it's on a similar line to Wurzel Gummidge. I just didn't like the aesthetic of the person. I mean, and the storyline is is really, really. So you didn't like the look of Cat Weasel? No, that was it. Because he was one of these. The, the, the character is like one of those characters when you were told at primary school or prep school. When you when, when you were told not to talk to strangers, yeah. in my mind's eye, it was don't talk to strangers... Who look like cat weasel. Who look like tramps and that sort of thing. And the cat weasel aesthetic really just, right. it just gives me so sort of... So cat weasel is the stuff of your nightmares. It is, along with Wurzel Gummidge. Along with Wurzel Gummidge. Because I just didn't like... Didn't like the look. I didn't like the aesthetic. You didn't no. like the look of them. Uh, no, I mean, if he was a sort of a debonair wizard from the whichever 15th century, is it 15th century? Uh, I think it's nearer to the uh, 11th or 12th century. Right, so... Because he was running away from Normans. Yeah, I mean, the the, 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 the so general storyline Yeah, so is, when I establish your antipathy towards Cat Weasel, shall we talk about... Yeah, Cat, we- yeah, Cat Weasel is a wizard from the past history he was the 12th century probably uh he doesn't seem to be very good at wizarding as such um -hmm. however he's very into wizardingy things and he is you meet him when he's sort of collecting herbs and plants from the forest to 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 make spells to make a to make a spell and then he gets caught by the he's been chased yeah he's been chased by the normans who don't seem to like him. Wizards very much. No, and uh, he casts a spell to to sort of make him sort of away from the situation, and then he transports himself to nineteen seventies Britain. Yes, yeah, and he's wear- dressed a bit like Obi Wan Kenobi, where Obi Wan Kenobi had gone through a hedge backwards. <laughs> so- he's, he's, he has literally gone through a hedge backwards. Yeah, and through a, through a lake and a through puddle. A lake. He, he, he sort of he jumps into a lake to to, to escape, to escape, and then when he comes out of the water, up of the water, he ends up coming up in a puddle, a twentieth century, century puddle. Yes, in nineteen seventies Britain, and he sort of seeks refuge in a barn, and then is introduced to an eleven-year-old or twelve-year-old boy who works, whose dad owns the farm, and. There, where that's where supposed hijinks happen. Yeah, that's where the story really, really takes off. I know that you really liked it. Yeah, well, it was, I mean, I'm, uh, yeah, the yeah, cat weasel was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not that old, so I don't remember cat weasel in its first first time out. Um, that we, was yeah, it only went for one series, didn't it? Um, I think it went for two series. Right. 
Uh, there's only about there's less than 20 episodes yeah we didn't that um i think essentially it ran its course the second series gets a bit more slapstick and i think um jeffrey Bailden was happy for it to 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 end at that point they've done everything that they needed to do yeah i it it is one of these stories where you could imagine it probably enthralled many a child because obviously it was a children's program enthralled my family Really, well, my, the whole family? Yeah, 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 pretty much. My uh, that my, my my first introduction to Cat Weasel wasn't watching it, but um, hearing my my dad talking about it, and he used to, to talk about electricery and 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 you know referencing uh, bits from Cat Weasel. So it was a it was a hit. It was a hit in my family. Anyway. Right. It wasn't until many many years later on, I think probably on reruns. Um, or classic classic TV reruns um, that I ever actually saw any cat weasel. Yeah, I, I, I it, it, it is it is a slapstick comedy series. Um, I, and the opening sequence and the sort of the cartoony things was was actually quite mildly amusing. And I think it would for me it would have probably made a little bit of a better cartoon than a live action thing. I think I'd probably be a little bit more acceptable because the cartoon element of cat weasel uh as the illustration looks a little bit more clean because <laughs> he just not, look, as, not as grubby it, yeah i mean that's the, i think that's the thing he, he just looked you. really really grubby and i just thought ooh, no and it still it still gives me like ooh. it's yeah, yeah. It, it, he's 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 shuddering and shivering yeah uh, it's, the, it's just it, yeah it, but it, it just didn't hit that mark for me and it that there was a series of misadventures where uh, uh, there's a long scene where a cat weasel is enthralled with light bulbs being switched on yes electricery electricery and that went on a little bit too long and then he was he follows the boy the boy is befriended him and i did thought well sorry you're a landowner's son and you've got a posh daddy and you're entertaining the staff because he's one of the, the, the part of the storyline is they um one of the sort of the the farm hands who looks a little looks a little bit old and it looked, in fairness that bit was a bit sinister as well because there's a 12 year old who's inviting around this roughy tufty sort of laborer to come and watch television with him I think you're. I don't know. You're viewing it all through uh, modern, modern <laughs> through stranger danger eyes. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. there was that. So you've got you've got more this, innocent times. I, I just felt that the uh, farmhand was not quite right, and uh, it reminds me a little bit of Lenny from of Mice and Men, where there's a little bit of innocence where he's. That he just didn't feel, he just didn't feel right. Now I don't know if in other episodes he's more is is a bit different, or the character was in, sorry, it was just wasn't in further episodes. But it just didn't feel right. It was that whole stranger danger um, sort of feel about it, where you've got a grown man coming round to watch television with a twelve-year-old, with when dad's out at the pub. And yeah, as I say, I I, th- I think uh, maybe know, I'm looking too much into yeah, it. Yeah, I, th- I think you are. To to be to be fair, and and you know, you're you're, I guess you're importing something from 
my own childhood. The present day. <laughs> and well, I don't want to go into delve into that. But, <laughs> but you're, you're, you're import- certainly I think you're importing something from yeah from present and, times. And, and into, I don't quite get why you've got someone that looks very obviously homeless. Why the son didn't actually tell his father about it, um, rather than befriending him? Because Cat Weasel didn't. He, he doesn't come across as very likable. No, that's true. That's true. And you wouldn't think... I mean, like with Wurzel Gummidge, obviously I have watched more Wurzel Gummidge rather than just one episode of Cat Weasel. Um, but he was an innocent. He, he felt like a bit of an innocent and you could feel that there was... He was looking for friends and it was it didn't feel too sinister. But Cat Weasel just comes across... As very unlikable. Uh, I mean, I know the Madcap Adventures and that sort of thing, where he's sort of the, the trickery, electricity, or whatever it was. And but I just thought, hmm. I mean, you'd have thought for a wizard, you'd be used to sort of the magical things. But then again, he wasn't a very good wizard, was he? Well, that's the point, really, that he wasn't a very good wizard. Um, so, have you watched all the episodes? Uh, I don't know if I've watched all the episodes, but I've probably watched more episodes than, than you've watched. How does the actual series end? Um, you mean, after, how does the second series yeah. end? Uh, well, the second series is a bit different, if I remember correctly. It, it seems to be following more of a, a puzzle-solving um, route. So, in every episode... Cat Weasel has to solve a puzzle and he believes that solving the puzzles will provide him the, with the key to returning to his time. Yeah, yeah. And I can't remember if that's how it how it ends. He how, goes back how, to his time. How it ends. I tell you, I, I think it probably ends a little bit ambiguously. Probably. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it, it is definitely of its time and uh, there was there was a general innocence about it. There was. Uh, definitely, definitely. I mean, all your all your subtext and all, all that subtextual reading into it that you're that 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 you're doing, I, I think, is a little mm. bit um, over the top. Well, maybe, maybe I was a bit a bit hysterical. I mean, I don't think I'd want to watch any more of it. And it's, I I, I don't know. It's just really weird because it, it has it has sort of created a reaction. I mean, because there's a lot of things we think, well, it's of its time. Yeah, a bit dated, a bit. Yeah, but I just don't like it. Really, <laughs> and it's really weird. And I feel like oh, because most of the things we look at, are sort of, oh yeah, it's good fun. And I just don't. It really, it doesn't. It just did doesn't sit right. Mm. And that's really weird. Mm, that's um, interesting. Um, but I'm not really a fan of slapstick. I, I don't mind a little bit of the carry on humour. Um, but I don't when it got to carry on where you've got sort of food fights and stuff like that that just didn't it it, do, it doesn't really sit well with me and it the cat weasel takes it to that nth degree with the slapstick and i'm not i'm not a fan in fairness um well, i suppose one of the things that perhaps is, is, is worth bearing in mind is that this was very much a children's yeah show and and sometimes with children's shows, you just have to go with it. You know, you can't necessarily try and read too much into it or try and work out the motivation or any of that kind of stuff. But it's it's about setting up, uh, you know, 
setting up showpiece scenes where yeah. funny things happen. Yeah. So, well, I suppose so. What did the actor who played Cat Weasel go on to do? Um, he went on to do a number of things. Um, thank you for surprising me with that question. So I. Very, I'm asking the question very quickly. Oh, I mean, I can't, the, main, the main thing I remember, I remember him from was Porridge. Was he in Porridge? Um, yes, he was the, uh, the 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 prison governor. Really? He was also in an episode that you may or may not remember of of Bergerac. I, I think I, I do remember you saying that's Cat, oh, cat Weasel. That was in the first couple of series, wasn't it? Of uh, Bergerac. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's one of the ones that we podcasted on. Yeah. If so, you want to catch up with yeah, the back catalogue. Yeah, look catalog. back at the back catalogue, first three series of okay. Bergerac. Woohoo! So, a, a, a pre-C of Jeffrey Bailden's career. Um, 60s and 70s, he appeared in uh, several films, Casino Royale, um, uh, The Pink Panther Strikes Again, film version, both film versions of Steptoe and Son. Uh, did a few Hammer Hammer films. Uh, Dracula, Frankenstein Must Be Destroyed. Uh, Tales from the Crypt, he appeared in Ladies in Lavender in 2004. Several Doctor Who appearances. Ooh, Doctor Who class. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and some of the uh, Big Finish audio plays. Is this alive? Uh, um, uh, no, he died in 2017 at the age of 93. Gosh. But he, d- he just seems to be, he seems to have been the same age. Yeah, he's, he's one of those. been around forever. <laughs> you know. What was it? Was, was it John? No, not Johnny Briggs. Um, the one that played the one with the white moustache in Dad's Army. He's sort of, he looked. He was, Clive Dunn. Clive Dunn, that's it. And he was in. Yeah. Well, the thing about Clive Dunn is he, he played old men while he was still young. So he just seemed to be permanently old. Yeah, I mean, that was it. Because he was, he was in, a, I remember he was in a children's TV show called Grandad. Um, which was a bit that was a bit slapsticky. That was so. definitely slapsticky. Yeah, uh, I've never, I was never a fan. No, of granddad. I, I think it was one of those things where there was nothing else on, you'd watch it, but it just it, again, it was some an adult playing and not being very bright um, and getting to madcap adventures. But but I think there there was a there was a certain type of actor at that time that seemed to crossover from children's to to adults drama quite easily um but nowadays it i, it, I don't know what's what, what the sort of this general children's tv shows are like because it used to be sort of lots of ensemble things like you had grange hill and oh god what was it I remember the famous five in the 70s i used to love the famous five yeah. of course jeffrey bailden crossed over to Wurzel gummage because wasn't he the the he master? Was, yeah, he was he, the, the master, the, not the he master. Was the crow man. The crow man. Yes. He was the crow man. Yeah. In, in Wurzel Gummidge. And he had, I remember he, he had. I quite liked that the crow man because he was quite articulate and he had gravitas, and I quite liked that. But I, I wasn't a fan of Wurzel Gummidge because it was because it was grubby. It was grubby. Yeah. It was that grubby. Was, that was it. It offended. Yeah, have a bath, have a shower, sweetie. Yeah, but yeah. given that he was made of straw, that would be rather risky for for Wurzel Gummidge, though, wouldn't it? Oh, well. Jumping into a bath. <laughs> Turn to hay bale, marvelous. Be he'd square. Uh, <laughs> he'd just come to bits and 
<laughs> thought, oh. oh, oh, what was the what, what was Wurzel Gummidge's? Um, Una Stubbs was in it. Aunt Sally. Aunt Sally. Uh, I really quite liked Aunt Sally, and I, and I loved it when Una Stubbs then sort of turned up as being the landlady in Sherlock, especially towards the, this was the contemporary version, uh, where she she's just, she she constantly had one-liners and she just stole the show, especially in the last series where she sort of it turns out she's got an Aston Martin and she'd been. She, she, she'd previously been married to a drug dealer. And yeah. <laughs> it was just... She was no, just doing it for fun. She was <laughs> for shits and giggles. <laughs> but nowadays, I don't know what... I mean, obviously, I don't really watch children's TV shows, but it all just seems to be cartoons and uh, um, that type of thing. I, mean, I suppose it's one of, the, one of the, the downsides of having dedicated children's channels is that unlike... Unlike the sixties, seventies, eighties, and nineties, mm. um, us adults rarely get to see any children's no. programming. Whereas, when it was that you know the tea time slot on BBC One or on ITV, um, then you're much more likely, you know, even if you were just waiting for the news to come on, that's why the very short cartoons or you know Magic yeah. Roundabout and Rhubarb became well known and popular amongst adults was because it was just before the news, news so yeah kind of oh and i think so because i mean my goddaughter um francesca she's in the worst witch so, so i think they're still filming that and everything and she's been in a few of those sort of tv shows but i've not really i've only seen clips of it on sort of the social media and everything. I've never actually sat Watch through an it. episode. Sat through an episode. Sorry, Francesca. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Uh, I think it's definitely of its time, and I don't think. What about what? What? Let's 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 just talk maybe a little bit about the production values of it. It was actually. It looked expensive. It did look expensive. It was shot on film, six, uh, sixteen millimeter film. And what I really quite like is because the seventies were very pop, and sort of the tractor popped. I don't think I've ever seen such a clean tractor. <laughs> that, that pleased you. That pleased me. That pleased clean you. tractor, nice know. But it did. It the the visuals were really good because we also we've also watched uh, an episode of Time Slip. Yeah. But we're not going to talk a little bit. Well, we're no, not going to but talk they about say, now, but, but they were both done for commercial TV, weren't yeah. they? Because Cat Weasel was an ITV production, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Cat Weasel was made uh, for LWT. So it did look like it was expensive. And Time made. Slip was made for well, made by ATV, and I think one, you know, we can definitely see that you know Time Slip. We're not really going to talk about it now, but was very much a studio-based, multi-camera, yeah, um, traditional. Uh, TV show where Cat Weasel felt like it was all it was all done on location. Yeah. It didn't seem like there was any sets. Yeah, and it was all it was all done on film, so it was essentially shot like a movie. Yeah, and it looked a lot more expensive. It did than quite a lot of. I mean, they spent a lot of money on it, and you could take you could see that. I mean, the child actor could act, um, and Cat Weasel, the actor that played Cat Weasel, he was. He was really in character. You mm. could get that. And I think he was at more of a... The well, he's obviously done lots of movies and everything, but I think he's a very trained theatrical, as in theatre. So that came out. But I think that worked for the character because the character was meant to be a little bit of a different world. Well, well, definitely yes, different he definitely world. was. And and that, that came through. And I can't fault the acting, and I can't fault the casting, 
and the way it was blocked out was fast-paced it wasn't laborious which is another perhaps another um you know comparison we can make with time slip that we're not going to talk about now but um spoilers spoilers but there was the there was there was a pace to yeah well i think with cat weasel you could see that that it was a tightly run show and you had the pacing elements and there was nothing laborious and there was no padding because it was like a 22 25 minute episode and there would be a commercial break midway through and you could see the pacing of how how it rolls along and the opening sequence you knew exactly what was happening because and you could you could watch it without the t- with, with the sound off because there isn't really a great deal of dialogue um for the first few minutes but it was it was action driven mm. so you saw him collecting herbs you saw him go into his his hidey hole where he's got his his his, his magicians bits and pieces and the owl and mm. all that sort and of thing there wasn't any point where i felt that the the action dragged no no, no, no it was it no, was it was the pace the pace was, was maintained and i think it, it was an action version of a cartoon and that's how it was being played and it wasn't complicated so you knew exactly who was what and where and you could see who was the ally, who was the who's playing the who was going to be the grown up in in the whole situation. So, on that on that score, the production values you can't fault. The opening title sequence, obviously, a lot of money went on that because it was actually it was a cartoon, wasn't it? It was, uh, and it was an so it was animation, proper animation. And so you could see you could really see they'd spent money on it, and. Like how long if it actually went out in America? I wonder how the American audience would have taken to it, or do you think? Because it is very succinctly British. It is very, it is very British. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, that to that question. I've not done any research on that. But um, British things tend to do, or at least tended to do, quite well in America. I mean, because say the equivalent over in America, you'd have had. Yeah, I think you'd had like the Red Hand Gang, um, which was. So the, their equivalent of the famous five, then you'd have also had lots of the Disney things where you've got cutesy kids and that sort of thing, that sort of set up boy, sort of adults against children, children against adults, that sort of thing. So it was, I think it was quite different to what had previously been on before. So I think that's why it probably stands the test of time. Um, I mean, there's, there are some some pops of 1970s in it. However, it's set on set on a, this episode was set on a farm, and it could it could have been present day. Yeah, it could it could have been. I mean, obviously, some elements of it might the the decor etc. would come would be a little bit old fashioned. But then, but you think it's a farming it's a farmhouse, yeah. so yeah. it is it's going to be utilitarian. It's going to be hard wearing. It's going to be what it is. Um, what I did find very amusing was the orange cordial bottle, because it was. Mm-hmm. It, it was I, I, I remember those orange cordial With, bottles. Yeah. They're, they're taking the label off it as well, so that's what sort of indicated it was sort of um, it was a commercially a, a, available com- product. Commercially available product, but they literally. Take, I remember that it was that orange juice because we used to have that, and uh, so it was an orange cordial. So it's a squash. Yes. 
Uh, and, and for for me, it was also part, part of that was also the plastic beakers that um, were, yeah. on the, were on the were on the table. <laughs> but I think some people they still have the plastic beakers. But oh. having having the cordial uh, out with a jug of water to have with the said cordial, I just thought, oh yeah, that, that was a little bit of nostalgia. Oh. <laughs> but I can appreciate the pacing. I can appreciate the production values. But you would have preferred it if Cat Weasel had just had a good wash. Yeah, it'd been a bit cleaner. <laughs> that would have. But I think there's another episode because there's a few memes that go around with Cat Weasel in the bath having a bath. Um, um, well, a comment was made of how how he, how, smelled, how he smelled. There was a so smell around. He was, he, he was a bit a bit whiffy. But then again, he had been in a in, in a pond yeah. and then woke and, then and come um, to through. be to be honest, you know, twelfth, eleventh, twelfth century. Perhaps le- the level of cleanliness wasn't, wasn't as high as, as, you, as we currently, currently have. Possibly. But yeah, I, so I can appreciate it, uh, and it's not going to be something I don't want to watch again. But cause, I mean, I've, I've been aware of Cat Weasel, but I think I've always it's avoided avoided because yeah, it's it, it for me it doesn't quite it doesn't work for me, but. The, the the pacing and everything and I can un, I, I can appreciate it for what it is and they have they have had as acting talent in there has it, did the young boy go on to do anything I wonder as a, as an actor thanks for asking me a question without any <laughs> without, he's check, checking Wikipedia without any notice um, let me have a look I mean um, because the, the young lad he 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 did he did really well um, because normally you sometimes find a lot of these sort of drama t- tv shows that are for children's tv the acting is can be a little bit wooden but he was he was very natural yeah so the, the actor who played um carrot wasn't like carrot, carrot yeah because he was gin he was slightly ginger. ginger uh robert davis so it's, he was welsh um a child actor obviously uh appeared in the bbc soap opera the newcomers um, best known for two of his earliest TV roles, obviously playing That's Carrot, where he had his hair dyed, and then he went on to appear in And Mother Makes Three with Wendy Craig the following the oh. following year. He then appeared in the sequel in Mother's Mother Makes Five. Film credits include If the Blood on Satan's Claw, Britannia Hospital. He did a cameo in Shakespeare in Love. Oh gosh! He had roles in Doomwatch, Worship, um, A Moment in Time, and Spearhead, and he sadly died in two thousand and ten. Oh, gosh! At the age of fifty-six. Gosh, that's sad. Yeah. Oh, so but so he he seems like I mean because he did come across incredibly well. He was it, it sort of you could see he wasn't just blocking out the lines just to get them out of the way with which he was actually working with what he got but then again he was working opposite cat weasel and i imagine they probably went through a lot of rehearsals and and the actor that played cat weasel probably when you're acting i mean when you're acting with people that can act <laughs> it does have a tendency to up your game yeah i mean you could imagine that if you weren't up to snuff acting against um, up up against an actor like Jeffrey Bailden playing Cat Weasel, you would 
you would peel into insignificance. But it it looks as though it was it was very, it it was well rehearsed. It was well delivered, and so I mean the production. As I said, I can't fault the production. I can't fault the aesthetics, and it doesn't it doesn't date. And I think if it ran out, if it was, was ran again. Uh, based on that one episode, it would probably be very popular with a lot of children, even now. So it it wouldn't look as well. There's there's quite an appetite now. Um, I think for classic for um, magic and yeah, wiz- wizardry. You know, we've got Harry Potter to thank for that. So. But I think everyone. I, I think if 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 the, if the wizard if the cat weasel hadn't been so feral um, and grubby. And was slightly more articulate and had befriended the child, and it was quite like Dumbledore or some some something like that, um, were looking sort of wise and surprised rather than like oh, shock horror, oh, and sort of here, there, and everywhere. Then it could have it, it would have probably resonated a little bit better for me. But it works. Well, you can't win them all. No, you can't win them you all. Can't win them all. Yeah. But. Anyway, so if anyone else who has listened to this podcast that has um, ambitions to recreate Cat Weasel, um, actually, if it was going to be remade today, who do you think would play Cat Weasel? I don't and, know. Who do you think would play Cat Weasel? Well, if it was done in sort of the sanitised version. Yes. Um, so a clean cat weasel. A clean cat weasel. <laughs> um, oh God! What was the actor that played the sheriff in Nottingham in Robin of Sherwood? What, Nicholas Grace. Yes, who was also in the fabulous Brideshead Revisited. Yes, I think he would possibly be a good cat weasel because I think he'd bring out the campery of it. Well, he certainly would. Um, there's, no, there's no, there's no doubt about that. And I think he'd probably be the right age for it now, seventy something. So I think, and I think he'd probably be able to get some of the physicality out, but also be able to to work it. So I think, yes, I think him. Okay. Um, for children, I don't know. Um, um, it's a. I say maybe Francesca. No, Francesca. Maybe have <laughs> my goddaughter Francesca could could play a female version, but that could be a bit weird anyway. Sort of <laughs> changing roles. Well, then again, you suppose you could have a female cat weasel. Perry. Perry oh, if it was a female cat re- weasel, uh, what? Miriam Margols. Miriam Margols or whatever. Yeah, I, can't, I can never pronounce the surname, but she would be a great female cat weasel. You could imagine. Well, she was very good in Harry Potter. She was. She <laughs> was. You can imagine the physicality I of that. I can imagine it. I can, <laughs> I can imagine it. Anyway. Anyway. So, I think we've wittered on yeah, enough for Fabulous. One. So anyway, if anyone else uh, has any fabulous wise comments to to, to share about Cat Weasel, please uh, let us know at Antique Dust. We're on all social media platforms. You can email us at hello at antiquedust.co.uk. I'm, Im- I'm imagining that most of our audience probably quite like Cat Weasel. So, right. so this is, I think this is probably a bit of an outlier. Outlier. As they say. Right. Well, yeah, perhaps. But anyway, let us know if you have any lovely tales to say about Cat Weasel. Or if you think uh, they should remake Cat Weasel. Who, who would you, they cast? Who would, they, who would cast they cast as Cat Weasel? And do you think it would be good to have 
um, the sort of a role reversal with regards to sort of female to uh, male to female roles. Um, but anyway, let's know at Antique Dust. In the meantime, it's Jonathan signing off saying farewell. And this is Rob saying bye-bye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to an Antique Dust pop-up podcast.